0: Hey, it's Amy with with intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. And I want to talk about something I noticed in the most recent season of Project Runway. (laughs) I finally got an opportunity to watch it. And usually I watch it week to week, but this year has been just a different year for me. And so I winded up not watching it when it ran earlier this year. And then I kind of binged it, not kind of, I binged it all. And there was something that I saw that maybe I would not have seen if i had been watching it week to week that I think is really helpful. So I wanted to share it with you here on the podcast. In case you're new to my program, I'm an intuitive and a coach. I help people create the life of their dreams. I help people solve their problems. I help people find really beautiful solutions and I help you do that in a way in which is efficient and loving and yeah it'll be challenging but you'll have someone there with you walking it out step by step and so I call what I do intuitive coaching I read energy I use my psychic abilities to help you heal, to help you grow, to help you transcend, to help you achieve the desires of your heart. So if you're sensing that it's time to hire some support so that you can be the version of yourself you know you're meant to be, you have a vision for your life and you're excited by things and you set out to accomplish them and it just seems like it's not going the way you want, well you probably need a little support i can help you out information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com take a look at that elevate intuitive coaching package it is 90 plus days of us working together so that you can create a really beautiful and magical result in your life all right let's talk about what i noticed in project runway so there was a contestant who brilliant designer Um, had a really motivational vibe going, you know, said a lot of affirmation type statements. And what I noticed was by the time she did ultimately get eliminated, and by the time we got to her elimination episode, I, I had been sensing some energy behind the things that she was saying, I, you know, I'm the best. I'm great at what I do. I have a clear understanding of my client. I am an excellent designer. I believe in myself. I'm amazing. I deserve to succeed. Nothing's going to hold me back along those lines. And it was consistent throughout the program. But at the same time, on the flip side, when she was having like, sidebar conversations, She was a bit coarse and harsh in her judgments of things, judgments of the way she was being judged for her work. And then by the time we got to the end, I I don't think her outfit was necessarily the worst in the episode, but the way she kind of shot back at the judges revealed to me something about affirmations. So, and and I've I've been saying this for a long time, and I don't think it's often acknowledged enough because, you know, we're encouraged to say these positive things, right? But there is such thing as toxic positivity, and I want to give you an actual definition of it so we can talk about it, toxic positivity. So toxic positivity is the belief that no matter how dire or difficult a situation is, people should maintain a positive attitude. And while there are benefits to being optimistic and engaging in positive thinking, toxic positivity rejects all difficult emotions in favor of a cheerful, often falsely positive facade. So, and where did I take this from? This is from verywellmind.com. So here it was, she was doing this thing that we in the personal development space recommend, you know, even in psychology. I know a lot of my work more recently with therapists has always kind of led back to a mantra of some type. Now, where that kind of goes off the rails is if you haven't looked at what's under me. So, this woman, you know, had some hurt and some frustration and probably some wounds. And, and I'm not making her wrong. We all have it, right? And some traumas and some insecurities and some maybe some areas where her self esteem wasn't strong. And so, you can't bypass doing that work with an affirmation. I wish we could, believe me, I have notebooks and notebooks of affirmations, but really, we do need to go and look at the stuff underneath energetically and uh, spiritually and psychologically. And so what I saw in this, with, with this character was that she was saying all of this stuff, but the energy behind the affirmations and what she was, was saying was deep, deep hurt and resentment, and pain, and I believe, ultimately, she manifested getting voted off, and she even said, she's like, I figured it was going to be me, because we can't, and I've said this many times, on the, uh, I've said this on the program many times, we can't fool the universe, right, our vibration is what it is, and it's okay if our vibration is lower, and we need to go and do some work to shift that. And we do have a lot of tools and resources where we can chunk down the pain, the hurt, the wounding, right? And so then our we're planting our affirmations in fertile soil. And I, I think this is probably one, in my opinion, the biggest disservice that's that we see in the self-help personal development space when we're doing this work is that we we think an affirmation will will heal it. Well, y- yeah, it can, but if there's some deep wounds on the other side of that affirmation that aren't being addressed, it's not going to it's not being planted in in fertile soil, you know, and and all you're going to get is some weeds and some dirty, nasty, uncomfortable weeds. And so I want to encourage anyone that is looking to uplevel their life and step into their power and maybe you are ready to transcend um, feeling like a victim or feeling like you can't or feeling like the world is keeping you small or any type of limitation that we might be putting on ourselves, you're going to have to go in and, and and look at what's underneath and some things will require some therapy and some things you will be able to look at on your own, journal it through Um, maybe write a spiritual letter, do a releasing, some releasing work. But ultimately, you got to go on the journey. And there are no quick fixes. And um, there's no one and done uh, scenario with some of this stuff. Um, You know, our hurt or pain or wounds that hold a vibration are a, could, can easily be a mass of things, an entangling of things. And all we have to do is be committed to that process. And I do think spirit helps us out. I, I, I don't think it's just heavy lifting, slog, 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 and then we can believe in ourselves. I, I I do think that we get a lot of support along the way and things shift far more rapidly than it, it appears from the beginning of some type of healing and releasing and clearing journey. But it must be done. And um, stick with it. That's what I'll say. Because, again, you know, I I was reflecting on this woman and and in no way I'm in judgment of her. I thought it was just a beautiful example of, of what often happens is that uh, we try to use motivation and positivity to bypass the hurt and the pain and the struggle and, and the wounding that's underneath. And we can't, we can't. Something has to shift within us. There, there, there has to be a releasing of that so that you can really see clearly and feel good, you know, and, and this is probably the hardest thing to explain <laughs> to people who come to me and want to create something who, who maybe aren't clued into, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's all me. Right. And, and, and I, I, I get it. I I get it. But I also think, as I've said many times in this program, I think that's the power in all of this is that if it's you, right, that, that, that these perceived exterior, or exterior, external limitations aren't in fact real. And that it's just a rearranging and a shifting of the energy within you. That's empowering. And all you got to do is get in there and do it. And um and trust yourself. Because one of the things I do know when a client comes to me and we're working through something, the ones that are the the most successful is that they'll take any suggestion that I offer and they'll go and work it with the enthusiasm in which it was delivered to them. So um so I may say, hey, you need to explore this, look at this, release this, let go of this, heal this, right? And they will take that in. And the ones that really trust their intuition to do that work, they reach their utopia, their goal, their desire far faster than the ones that like, hear me. And maybe they do a little bit or they tell themselves a story about they don't have time to do it. Or is it really necessary? Is it really that that bad? <laughs> and nothing's bad it's just is that energy leading you to what you want right and the and then the ones that avoid it altogether which I I don't have very many people in my world like that um yeah you don't you don't get what you want and you deserve to have what you want you're worthy of what you want there's no denying that you are enough for what you want. It's just something in you is not lining up to allow that to flow in, to allow you to see clearly the steps you need to take to be a co-creator in that process and um, be willing, be willing to heal and be willing to shift and be willing to change the mind. So you can say an affirmation, like I am the best, but do you really believe it? And do you are you thinking thoughts that support that? See, what was going on with this woman was she was saying I am the best, but her thoughts around it, because you know they're on camera and talking, didn't sound like that. It they sounded defensive. They sound which defense? I just read a wonderful thing from Terry Cole on defensiveness, uh, which is I, there, I I took a picture of the section that I wanted to share. Um,, let me pull it up so so, defensiveness is a response to danger, right? We think we're in danger, and so this is from Terry Cole. It's important to discern between being in actual imminent danger. And what our ego perceives as danger, such as being wrong, fearing embarrassment, or looking foolish, we can physically activate the threat, the feeling of being threatened in both situations, but no imminent attack. We are, as Sharon says, responding with a war mentality to a non-war situation. And so... That defensiveness is in response to believing that we are wrong, believing that embarrassment means something, that it's dangerous, I think, and believing that it's dangerous to look foolish. And it's really not, right? You know, it's, it's really not, but, but we have to do the work to be okay with that, so I will say, if you're hearing this and you think you're struggling with defensiveness, I would go and take a look at Terry Cole. You can look at her YouTube. I'm assuming she recorded a video on this. I get her her newsletters written out because I prefer to read them often, um, and really get clear about what's going on with defensiveness for you. Or maybe you're sensing, you know, my self-esteem's not very high. And so I am trying to use motivational messages to heal that part of myself And when I just need to go, as I've said in the show I did on self-esteem, and get a workbook and work through it. Or maybe it's an inner child wound. Maybe it's something that happened when you were a kid and now... um, and now it's showing up in all of these ways that are, that are keeping you from showing up as your true self, keeping you from feeling good, and then be willing to do that work. There are tons of workbooks and resources and videos that can help you start to rearrange and heal and process anything that's going on underneath and, and sometimes it's a hunt trying to find the right resource. But if you get clear, it's not the right resource, go ahead and pick a different one. Don't just start something be like, oh, I hit a wall and now I'm not going to do anything. No, see it through. So I, this is my recommendation is you're healing something and you maybe need to look at the psychological components and maybe you have feel like you've done enough therapy. I do, I do believe that that can be a reality where you feel like, yeah, I've sat in front of a therapist enough. and. And this is something I I need to do, you know, solo or, or in the context of a a workbook or journaling, then um, I would say whatever you buy, pray about it, or, or whatever you download or, or acquire, you know, I don't think you have to always buy a lot of this stuff pray about it, pray to be led to the the right source for you, and then complete it. You know, even if you're you're finding that you have to speed read some of the sections, do that, but would be willing to go through all of it, because a shift will occur. Again, I say all this to you because I want you to have what you want. I believe we all deserve to have what we want, and the path to that may not be as smooth as a round of affirmations and so be willing to look at what's underneath all right not again not a very glamorous message here but it is truthful and it's real and I know 100% every time I do the work I see the result every time I sugarcoat it or try to skirt it, then I do find myself in situations where I'm being judgmental or defensive or thinking a lot of shitty things and still trying to throw an affirmation on top of it, expecting it to work. So that is Michelle. Again, I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. Thank you so much for listening. Please consider my Elevate Intuitive Coaching package. It will help you do all of this work and you get intuitive insight to help you really pinpoint okay this is what needs to heal needs to shift so that I can be a match to the desire of my heart so that you can become the person that has the lifestyle you desire the dream that you desire the relationship you desire the career you desire the business you desire the freedom you desire thank you again take care of yourself goodbye